0: Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and the co-author of Tarot for Troubled Times. And I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 120 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is tarot games. And my special guest is Card B. Welcome, Card B. Hi, I'm so excited to be on. I love your podcast, Teresa. I'm so happy to have you on, and I am a mutual fan of your podcast. So We've got some podcast love here. Yay. Yes. (laughs) You know, you and I um, have chatted on your podcast and also behind the scenes on how sometimes unconventional and fun ways are really the best way to learn tarot because, face it, if we're doing it just in a boring, scholarly way for a lot of people. It's like, wow, this seems, you know, too hard. This seems really boring. And you've got some really intriguing ideas that I think are fabulous. So what we're going to be doing today is sharing with my audience some of your brilliant tarot games. And, you know, both of us agree about a daily poll. Before we can even start any of these things, why, why do you think a daily poll is so important when you're learning? You know,
1: I think, and I think so many readers um, and tarot authors across the board recommend this, and I do think it's just a simple way to dive in very hands-on, but not in an overwhelming um, amount of material. So I think it's great to just, you know, like give yourself one card of the day to pull, um, sit with, how does it resonate with you? And then, you know, then you can look up the meaning after you kind of have that moment of connection with the card. So I I think I always say that um, that's really the best way to start for anyone, and I, I know that you have said that as well, and mm-hmm. so many other, um, you know, well-known readers recommend that. And I think that's a universal, and it's easy. It's not intimidating. It's not about memorization or a great deal of reading involved, you
0: know? Right, and you know, I've been reading tarot for a long time, but I still do a daily poll every day. Because it keeps, oh, me my, too. Yeah, you know, it keeps your chop sharp, but also it's like a touchstone for your day. It's like you pull that card, you can go back, you can reflect on it, and think about how it showed up in your day. So, you know, whether you're a, a newbie or an old hat, it's just such a wise thing for a learning perspective, but also just to keep that connection with your tarot cards.
1: Yeah, and I think it's such a connection to intuition, too. Like you said, how does it show up? Like sometimes I'll pull something in the morning and I'm like, I have no desire to see five of swords, but that's what I pulled. And you're like, how does that manifest? And it can be in the smallest way, but you're kind of like, oh, and it keeps your intuition of like, now I kind of understand where that's coming from and how that played out in my day as a result, you know?
0: Yeah, and you know, I think also when you're learning something like tarot or astrology or whatnot, having those, I almost want to say like experiments are really the way to see it in action, because otherwise it's just in theory. If you're not actually doing something hands-on or seeing how it manifests, then it's in your head and it's not really in your heart.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So we've got a couple games that you told me about, and let's talk about the game War with another tarot fan. How would you play that, and you know, how might that help people to learn Mm Terrell,
1: you know, what's funny is, so I always tell people I learned, um, I started learning Terrell when I was 11. So I think it's kind of like when you're a kid and you learn, it's like when you learn a language as a kid, you don't necessarily learn it by the book or in like, you know, a very, um, traditional manner that's kind of, um, You know, scholarly and, and and a lot of reading and memorization. So I used to just make up weird games and I would, I was like this weird metaphysical kid that would force my friends to play with me. And I used to, yeah, I used to play kind of traditional card games and, but with tarot cards. And I, I really always recommend war when I'm teaching small groups of people as a great way in addition to the daily pull. And you know, you can just kind of like do the I declare war pull the card and then you kind of defend and it it creates a dialogue. I would say these games are not for people that are very black and white, you know, (laughs) because it's kind of about, it's more about creating the dialogue of like, you know, if you pull, um, you know, for instance, like two pages, let's say you have page of pentacles and page of swords, like which one would win and why? And that's really, there's definitely room for debate. And then it's really more about getting a conversation going and kind of just learning more about the cards as you play with them.
0: Now for the war game, would you pick one randomly or would you pick one consciously? Um, oh, it
1: would be at random. So I would pull, like deal out the cards like you're playing war, and then you would like pull the three of like I declare war, flip the third card over, and then see what you get. And so, like I said, for in the instance of like okay, page of pentacles versus page of swords, I would I would say that page of swords wins. I think that it's um you know if swords move quickly. Like that's I would use that justification of like if it moves quickly. It's air energy. But there's there's an argument for both sides. And a lot of a lot of these games when I was a kid was kind of just who could Argue their point better, and I was kind of the tarot nerd, so I was good at winning this, which is probably also <laughs> why I like this system. But I, I, I do always say like it's it, it's just really um, helpful for kind of a fun and interactive way, which is why I love the tarot coloring book. It's like a hands-on, interactive, gets you involved versus just like reading or
0: memorizing. Right on. That was really the the reason behind um, the concept for the tarot coloring book because some of us really learn more in that experiential, fun way. So if you and I played war, and let's say you pulled justice and I pulled the nine of swords reversed. Mm -hmm. What would Mm -hmm. you, how would we argue about that? Yeah. Okay. So I would say, I mean, I would use the point that
1: justice is, uh, you know, major arcana. So those are usually bigger lessons in life. They're bigger moments. Um, so I, and I would say that, you know, it's, it's a powerful card in, in that evaluating kind of what is in your best and highest and putting those boundaries in place. And in, in the deck that I created this Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I feel like she trumps everybody. Um, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so I'm going to argue for justice in that one.
0: And if I wanted to argue with the nine of swords, reverse I would say well the nine of swords reverse doesn't care they don't worry and so it doesn't matter what's going on I just don't care and there's power in um, disinterest there is and kind of yeah just surrender absolutely so that's a really really fun thing and I think I'm going to start playing that with uh, my students now let's talk about this other game marry do or die I think this is really brilliant (laughs) tell me how to play this game (laughs) All right,
1: so this is, like, I mean, most of, uh, like, us from our, you know, immature junior high days might remember this, and that's kind of the, you would play it with either celebrities or, like, people in your class of, you you pick three people, and you have to choose to marry one, sleep with one, and kill one, and usually all three are undesirable options right? So this is a game where like when I play this with people I'm teaching, I purposely select challenging cards. So I had um, the Wonderlust girls on the podcast and I gave them the devil card, the death card and hermit and said, you know, Mary, do or die. And I actually really loved their answer because they came back with... They would sleep with the hermit, have a fling with the hermit because they enjoy introspection but don't want to stay in that mode all the time. And they would kill the devil because she's a lot of trouble. And they would marry death because they love, like, change and transformation. Um, So I always love, like, again, it's more about the dialogue to me of hearing people's justifications in this this game. And it's just a fun, everyone loves that game when they were, like, you know, teenagers and in junior high. So it's kind of fun to revisit
0: that from a tarot perspective. And for some of us who are a little bit on the immature side, we still love that game. Oh, so. right.
1: Yeah, I'm eternally 13. So, Me yeah. too.
0: And I also, I'm, a four, I'm, a, I'm like a 14-year-old boy at heart. So,
1: oh, yeah, I love that. Um, if
0: I had to marry do or die with those cards, just so you know, I would pick The Hermit for Mary, so I could have a nice quiet life. For doing, nice. I'd pick the devil because it's all about temptation, and it'd probably oh yeah, would really, be fun, yeah, it'd probably be naughty, <laughs> and for die, of course, I'd pick the death card because you know, well, death card is can be dying, so there you go, yeah, yeah, that
1: <laughs> I like that order too, yeah, I would definitely sleep with the devil, I feel like I probably have in my past, but uh, <laughs> i I would choose that order as well, yes,
0: do you ever see the the tarot deck, the urban tarot, yes, yes. So the devil in that card looks just like my husband. That's what—that's <laughs> the main reason why I bought the deck. So that's see hilarious. if I, <laughs> so if I was sleeping with uh, with the devil, I'd be using that particular version of it. That's amazing. I'd be literal. <laughs> <laughs> so the next game that you have is called Tarot Casting. Let's explain that one and, and let's play with that a little bit.
1: Yeah, you know, this is kind of, and that's really, this is the basis for me of how I created my deck, Badass Bitches Tarot, was I, I, the whole concept is that it's all empowered women, kind of from the pop culture zeitgeist, so um, I really had to think about who would embody each of these cards, and I feel like this is um, an exercise you can do like, you know, on your own, just like a journal exercise when you're learning, or you can play it with a friend, Uh, you know, and it's also fun if you have a bunch of other, like, tarot nerds, and you're having, like, a Grammys party, or a Golden Globes party, Party, that's the time when you can be like, all right, like this person, you know, just, just won a Golden Globe. Who who would that be? You know, uh, Dolly Parton just did a big tribute at the Grammys. Like, what card would Dolly Parton be? And everyone kind of gives their input on, on casting.
0: And I love that. You know, I find that something like this is also good for people who struggle to learn the court cards.
1: Yes, yes, court cards are tricky, yeah.
0: Yeah, people, I mean, you know, anytime I teach tarot, as soon as we get to the court cards, the tears come. How am I going to get that? How am I going to understand the energy behind the court card? And this tarot casting idea is really a brilliant way for people to um, kind of connect with that. So, you know, I did not see, uh, the, I did not watch the Oscars. We, I mean, the Oscars haven't happened yet, have they?
1: No, that was. I think it was the Grammys. The Oscars are coming okay. up. Yeah. All yeah. right. So
0: it the Grammys. If we had to like, let's say, pick uh, which card would be. Let's go with which card would be Cardi uh, Cardi B, who I okay. love. By the way,
1: I love her, and that's obviously like my namesake is inspired by her. Um, so I cast her as Knight of Wands. I feel like it's kind of that like fire energy, like very charismatic, you know, can be, can be trouble, but like almost in a good way.
0: And it, you know, it moves fast, passionate. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And also, she's really a trailblazer. And because, yes. and I see the Knight of Wands as a trailblazer, you know, they're, they're, well, first of all, it's the fire element. So that makes total sense. I love that. So, you yeah. know, you've got another, um, Another uh, game that's kind of similar to that one, and it's about doing movie or TV show recaps. So let's talk about that as a game and how that would work.
1: Yeah, I often, like after... For example, so I loved um, A Star is Born was like my favorite movie that came out this year. And I saw that with one of my my best friends who's also um, very, she's not a reader, but very interested in tarot and like, you know, knows a lot just from hanging out with me too long. And we were talking about like, you know, just kind of the arc of the story and who those those um, individuals would be, um, like Lady Gaga's character, Bradley Cooper's character. And, um, you know, I really said Lady Gaga in that movie is kind of like it's kind of the magician of really kind of bringing that out to the world of, of you know making something that didn't necessarily exist. It's kind of um, creating that new uh, that new icon that was kind of like in that movie that didn't exist in kind of the music realm. And it, like for Bradley Cooper, I mean, I don't know, my friend didn't agree with this, but I said the hermit in that, in that particular movie because I was like, it was a lot of introspection. He was, he was kind of struggling with his own devil energy, but it was a lot of introspection going within and kind of finding his way along the,
0: throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I have not seen that one yet.
1: So okay. It,
0: it's on my list. You know, one of the things that I'm like a real fanatic about is Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. And Game of Thrones has a lot of really rich characters, but if we had to look at the, the recaps, it would just be devil, death, devil, death, devil, <laughs> death. <laughs> totally. totally. It's it's such a good show, but you know, all joking aside, you know, you can find like the characters' storylines too and how they, they morph and they become different people. Like you might look at Jamie Lannister who I have the hots for and <laughs> he would be very much like a Knight of Swords reversed because he was kinda mm-hmm. evil. But now mm-hmm. um the character arc, the way he's been Moving, he's been transforming, and he's w- mo- really moving more towards becoming, in my opinion, like the Knight of Wands because he wants to be noble. He wants to do the right thing, and he had to stand up to his sister. And so, I mean, I could see how certain characters also can morph into different ones, too. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So I love a, that
1: and that's yeah i lo- that's what I love about like that kind of version of that game is that it can change, and people like throughout the arc of a storyline can definitely evolve and go through different periods, which is like people in life, you know yeah. i I think that that's
0: yeah, well, one of the things I teach people about significators too is that. You know you can be a king, you can be a king uh, you can be a king, you can be a queen, you can be a knight, you can be a page at any time in your life. You can also be the devil or the magician, so you know we are always playing all these different roles, and every aspect of human life is reflected in those seventy eight cards, and we all have an opportunity to again do those roles, definitely, yeah. So you have one more um, game that I want to share too, and the game is what do I want to feel today or this week for X experience? So can you explain how this one would work?
1: Yeah, and um, this is a little bit different than the daily pull in that you're, you're seeking through the deck for a card. And even if you don't know the meanings, it's actually probably better before you know all the meanings, is going through and pu- like pulling the card that you're drawn to. And that can be by imagery, number whatever reason and you feel drawn to that card and you're like this is what I want to feel for this certain amount of time or this experience and if you don't know the meanings yet then you can look up what that meaning of that card is and kind of be like "Mm, why was I drawn to that why you know what was it about the energy of eight of wands that made me pick that and eight of wands for example is often like fast luck good fortune coming in it's it's RuPaul in my deck love that Mm -hmm. card Um, love it too Right. So I often will pick, um, you know, when I'm, when I'm going into um, like a big meeting or I have like a new tarot collaboration I'm working on, I'll pull certain cards of like, this is the energy I really want to feel or I want to bring to that experience. And I kind of like keep it, um, you know, either like on my desk when I'm working from home. And I even like the kind of, I don't know, new school way of hanging it on your refrigerator is having it as the backdrop on your phone. I change the backdrop of my phone of like tarot cards that I want to feel at certain points of and I feel like that helps um, kind of, you know, bring, remind you of it, of the energy that you're kind of manifesting. And as
0: you're, if you're learning,
1: it will kind of help you learn each of those cards a similar way that a, a daily pull helps you.
0: Right on. I think, it, I think this is really an awesome thing because it helps people to really be conscious then, am I manifesting this energy? Am I not? What's going on here? So it really does give you an opportunity to check in and see yeah, what's working definitely. out. You know, of yeah. course, I would probably always pick the sun because I always want to feel happy. It's my favorite card in the deck. I love that. It's that's a, it's a
1: great card. It's the, I think I, I sent you the share candle because it's share yeah. in my in badass but just tarot, and I have candles for the major arcana. So I love this. Everyone loves the sun. Like when you get the sun in a reading, you're like, yes, okay, this is looking good. Yes, <laughs> right. And who doesn't want to
0: look at share? I mean, come yeah. on. now.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely.
0: So let's talk about your tarot deck for a moment, too, before we complete. You have a deck that's been out for a little while now called the Badass Bitches Tarot. And -hmm. I've got my copy in my hand. I've got Dolly Parton as the Knight of Cups. Um, I mean, you've got Tanya Harding in here. Uh, as the nine of swords, which by the way I love that image. Can I just tell you that might be my favorite one in? Thank you. That was the part
1: I struggled with creating because it's a challenge. You know, the challenging cards were the hardest ones to cast, right? Cause yeah. I love Tanya. You don't want to put like I don't want to put anything. You know, like for celebrities that you love, you're like, oh, I don't wish you negativity, but I really do feel she's the embodiment of, of Nine of Swords, of kind of going through something that was traumatic, but then, like, it's the moment in time and not
0: necessarily allowing it to define you forever, you know? Right. And you've got Judge Judy for the Queen of Swords, which I have to laugh at because I always I always call that my Judge Judy card. So it just makes so much sense, and my one of my other favorite cards in this deck is you have Martha Stewart of the Four of Pentacles. Tell me how you inspired that.
1: Yes, yeah, so um, that's I always call the the Four of Pentacles like the hoarding card, and often because it's Pentacles and it's Earth energy, it can be finance, but it's I always say it's like a hoarding of resources of like uh, like because you know she literally went to jail for like of her money for tax evasion. Like, I think that she kind of embodies that as a celebrity. But it's, it's you know, I always say four of pentacles is kind of when you're clinging too much and it, it kind of creates the lack mentality of like, oh, I'm going to have to like hold on to this because, you know, more is not necessarily coming. So
0: I always love that card reverse. I'm like four of pentacles reverse all day long. <laughs> right. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. And yeah. the other card I want to talk about too that I really love in here is the Keisha, is Keisha as the tower.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, and it's funny, I am at the year of the tower, but after because that follows the year of the devil, that seems like a disco dance party compared to my devil year. So I am excited and embracing the change. And I think that, you know, like, what she went through with just the drastic, I mean, I know she had a lot of trauma and, um, you know, just pain that she went through and abuse in her career, but then she really came through the other side and is, her I feel is just so much more authentically herself for having shed that, having gone through that and conquered it. And that really, to me, is power energy of like, okay, it may come crashing down, but it's because of the things that don't serve you and,
0: you know, really are cracks in the foundation of your life. Yeah. And one of the things I like to say with that card, too, is that a good storm clears the air. Yeah, definitely. So the tower isn't always bad. Sometimes we do need things to kind of come to a head in order for healing to begin. Yeah, definitely. And she definitely healed. So it made total sense to me that you had her as the tower. So anyhow, I love this deck. Can you tell people where they can get a copy
1: yeah, um, it's Um It's always on my website and then various metaphysical stores throughout the country, um, New York, Chicago, L.A., Toronto. Um, so, yeah, and it's expanding, but it's always available at my website, badassbitchescaro.com. And then my Instagram is at cardsyb, C-A-R-D-S-Y-B. Um,
0: so I always post any new events and new products on there as well. Excellent. And, I, and I, again, I love the deck, at the, and I love the candle with the share in it. So for people, if you're listening, I definitely would say get a copy of this deck, grab a share candle, and you know what? You're just <coughs> going to feel so great, and the deck works well. I'll be sharing some images of it on my Instagram feed soon. So thank you once again, CardsBee, for sharing these really brilliant games. I love this. It's such a great way to learn. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you for having me. I love your podcast. I'm so excited to be on, so thank you. Uh,
0: you're welcome, and thank you. It has just been my pleasure and my honor to talk with you today. All right, people, that wraps up this excellent episode of Tarot Bites. And a reminder that you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free introductory classes for tarot newbies, the tarot coloring book, And hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other good things for you to scope out. Enjoy. And I want to thank you again for listening and hope you have a beautiful day. And hey, if you're digging this podcast, do me a solid and head over to iTunes and leave a kind review because that will help more tarot-curious people find their way to this little podcast. And as always, I love to close out by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life has headed it right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.